This week on a brand new episode of Hello Ross, I'm picking up on you. So I don't know who's going to be here to say things like... They come in and they say, oh, I need the deepest pressure that you could ever give me. I, I, I want to leave here hurting. Massage shouldn't mm-hmm. hurt. So I have this, I, I tell everybody, like, my job is not to assault you on the, on my table. All that and so much more on a brand new episode of Hello Ross. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And hello, everybody. It's me, Ross. Hi, hi, hi. I hope you're doing great. You know, I was supposed to be recording this episode on uh, Friday because we try to do Fridays um, at uh, 1030 Pacific, 130 Eastern. But my husband surprised me with a weekend getaway to the Dominican Republic, which I'd never been to before. Uh, he's He was born there. He's Dominican. His whole family is. He moved here when he was five years old. Um, and, uh, you know, he'd been back before, but I, you know, I grew up on the West coast. So Dominican Republic was like, what? I, I, you know, it was a stretch for me to think about Florida where, you know, it just wasn't on my radar. And then we've been together now for three years and he's really told me all about it and wanted me to see it. And, um, we had a free weekend. So he was like, guess where we're going. And it's so funny because we had just done here. You and I had just done uh, an episode about called Hello World, uh, an episode about where we want to travel. And uh, he was paying attention. My husband, who's the best, best human being. And uh, he knew that I really wanted to go to the DR. So he brought me and I have to tell you, you got to go in the middle of a cold winter. Oh, it was like 85. Oh my God. We sat on the beach. We went shopping. We ate. It was so beautiful and relaxing and, you know, just, just what I needed. Isn't that something when like your partner, your person knows what you need when you don't even know? Well, I'm lucky like that. So that's why I wasn't here last week. Sorry, not sorry, but I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) All right. So this week uh, we're going to talk about whatever you want. I love the new format of the show because some weekends, you know, weeks, I'll, I'll sort of theme it and have ideas of what we should talk about. But sometimes I, I really just kind of want to converse with you guys about whatever. So today I'm going to try to let you guys guide the combo, but, um, you know, we'll see where it goes. Sometimes I'm, you know, I get a spark of creativity or inspiration in the middle of something and I'll just, I'll just hijack the show. You know what I mean? So we're going to just go wherever it takes us. There are people right now in the waiting room here to say, Hello, Ross. So when we come back, we'll pick up on, uh, I don't know. Let's figure it out together. See you in a sec. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind the scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. 
Welcome back to the program. Okay, tons of people uh, in the Zoom room. You know how this works. I, you know, I tell you when we're going to record. I, I put the Zoom link in my Instagram bio or on Twitter. I blast it out on my social, and people pop in. Uh, and uh, you never know who's going to be here. So let's pick up on someone uh, here. Their name is I think it says Tara. Tara, are you there? It's Ross. Hello. Hi, Ross. Well, hello. Can you hear me? Can you see I, me? I can't. I can hear you. I can't okay. see you I yet. Where are you? I live in Ontario, Canada, actually. Oh, Ontario, Canada. Oh, hi, hi, hi. Oh, fun. Oh, you know, so you know I'm on the road and um, yes. I'm going to be going to a bunch of different cities. I believe I'm going to be doing a date in Toronto, or not in Toronto, around Toronto, somewhere in Ontario. Okay. Okay, cool. Right. I know. So what's your story? What are you doing? What's, what's your day like? So I'm currently unemployed right now. Mm-hmm. And I've been actually meaning to catch one of your podcasts. So here I am. Here you are. You know, the thing about being unemployed and I, I you know, I, I'm a freelancer my whole career, my whole lo- grown up life where I go, yes. like, if one job ends, I'm like, oh, God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And, you I've know, been following you since your MEC days. So. Oh, so you get it. You yeah. know, right. Yeah. And so those times in between jobs, I always freak out and lose my mind. And then when I have a job, I'm like, oh, God, it'd be nice to have a, a, some time off. Or something. Right. Just, it's never the best time. So I, I hope you are, you know, worried about it in the right amount, but also sort of enjoying a little time. Exactly. Like I'm all, I'm trying to obviously find something, but I'm also kind of balancing both job searching and um prioritizing mental health so that I don't, you know, overwhelm myself. I understand. Spend time with friends and family. And Oh my God. Someone said to me recently, they said, you know, self-care should not be a reward. And nope. I was like, what? But think about that. Like we do think like, oh, I'm going to get a massage because I finished this huge project and, or I, I'm, I'm going to um, do my nails because I did this and I deserve it. Like, why isn't self-care just a thing we do every day to take care of ourselves? Exactly. Exactly. People ask me all the time, you know, you're employed. What do you do all day? Like, do you get bored? I'm an only child. So my whole life has been trying to entertain myself oh. um, independently oh. so that I'm not relying on other people. So I play video games. I listen to music. I chat with friends. I watch, you know, Netflix, like the best of them. <laughs> yeah. I see. Now yeah. let's listen. I was never good at that. Like, um, I think, you know, I wasn't an only child. So I was always kind of like the entertainer. So I think I'm always right. like, you know, what are we doing? What are we planning? What are we this? What are we that? I, I don't do good. Yeah, I don't do well with that. What's, what's having siblings like? Cause I don't, I'm not, I was never, what's that yeah. like? Having I always siblings. ask people. You know, I think it's different for everybody. You know, my brother and I, and it was just the two of us, we, we were not exceptionally close growing up because we we were so different, you know, Mm -hmm. and then. What's the age difference between you and your brother? Four years, but it might as well have been 400. We're very (laughs) different people. And so we weren't close growing up, but we weren't adversaries or anything, but like, you know, uh, we bonded way later in life as we lost, as we lost parents, you know, and sort of in adulthood came. And so, you know, I, I know that's not the case for everybody, but so 
what what is it like to have siblings? I guess it's 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 great that there's more family. You know, I mm -hmm. find that when I talk to my brother, he remembers things I don't remember. Or yeah. I can ask, he's the one person I can go to and be like, oh my God, do you remember the time that it, because everyone else is gone, you know? And so he's the one yeah. that remembers it. And that's I kind incredible. of so because I'm an only child, I kind of view my close friends as my siblings. Sure. And sometimes, you know, friends are your family. Friends are the family that you create. Totes. Yeah. 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 Well, listen, you know, it, um, it, the whole point of this whole existence thing, I think, is to connect with people. So however agreed. you connect, whether they're blood relatives agreed. or whatever. Just 110% agrees. I think so. It's about connecting and legacy, like leaving something behind, leaving the planet, the, the, the zeitgeist, the something a little bit better, your town a little bit yeah. better than when you got here. I think those are the keys to life. Yes. Agreed. Uh, by Can the I way, I also, one... Tara, I also know nothing just so you know. Well, you know, do you remember Ross? I don't know if you remember me, but you and I once sang a wonderful song on a talkie blog. Oh my gosh! We, we I, the when I was with NBC. Oh, we're out there. Oh, I don't remember this, but you don't I, remember this, and then I made you do it for a cameo. No, I'm sorry, no. I don't remember this. But I mean, like, you know how much crazy shit I've done. So yes. you know, it was just yeah. a, it, it all kind of jumbles. Totally, I don't remember anything. It all kind of jumbles. Yeah, but oh, I see. You know, see when I talk about connecting, I've been trying to do yes. this since Talkie Blogs, which is the blog it's I started for NBC back in like 2004. I've been yes. trying to do this connection ever since. Something's never this changed, Tara. I remember when you met Rosie O'Donnell, and then you talked on your podcast on on your blog about how you had your Rosie O'Donnell moment. Uh huh. Yeah. This is mine. Mm. This is Thank mine. You. Well, that's an amazing comparison. She's a, you know, she's an incredible human being, and I'm so lucky to call her a friend. She really is someone who's thick and thin. I she's love really her. Good. I love her too. I love her. I love her TikToks. I love her Instagram posts. I love everything about her. Same. You're not so I bad yourself, her. Tara. Thank you so much for popping in to say hello, Ross. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. It's so good to be here. I hope to see you again soon. What song did we sing? We, we sang Somewhere Out There from Five Will Goes West. Somewhere there out there. Beneath Beneath the the pale moonlight. Moonlight. We're terrible. We're terrible, Tara. Maybe let's get Awful. our stuff together and we'll try it again in another 10 years. How about that? Yes. Sounds right. good. Talk to you so soon. So good to bro. talk to you, Ross. Thank you, you so too. much. See you. Bye. Bye. Oh, this is great. You know, gosh, I wonder how many people I have like connected to, like, you know, through mediums like this to talk hello? to her. I wonder how, hey, well, he oh, hello, I was in the, hello, are you there? <laughs> hello, Ross. Bradley, huh? How are you? I am doing great. Give me just a second. I'm so sorry. I cannot believe I'm talking to you right now. I'm oh. trying to get my audio system to work. No, you're fine. You sound great. Listen, I'm trying, I'm looking where you are. And if people <laughs> are listening to this, they want to watch it. Uh, you can watch these to search. Hello, Ross on YouTube, uh, Cumulus Radio or Cumulus Podcast uh, channel. Anyway, so I'm looking at you. You were, I saw a computer and now I see like pumps behind you. Are you like a nurse at work or something? What's going on? I'm actually a massage therapist. Oh my God. I have so many questions for you. Oh my gosh, shoot, let's go. One, I have a shoulder issue that's been going on forever. I thought it was frozen shoulder. Why is it hurt so bad? So first thing is, is we operate in a very, very narrow scope of practice. Okay, mm -hmm. so I will never diagnose, but 
there are certain things that I could ask is, is there any certain movements or anything that hurt? When yeah. When I'm like, raise my arm up real quick. Like, oh, good. Oh. Or if I like push up like that, it's like almost in the shoulder ball. What's that about? And I feel like it migrated. I'm gonna keep talking. I feel like it migrated from the back shoulder blade and then all of a sudden went up and was popping. And now it's in the ball. Yeah. So that could potentially be what we call supraspinatus. I like the name of the supraspinatus. That's my drag name. <laughs> Actually, I do drag too. Oh my yeah. God. Psychic hit. What's your drag name? Lady Nana. Lady Nana. That's good. How'd you come up with the name? So actually it was actually one of my friends. Um, so, and it was, I think it was the mixture of one of my friends and then also one, you know, on Facebook, whenever they do the, um, uh, name generator kind of thing. Yeah. And or it'll uh, make a drag name for you. You put in yeah, your name and your age or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think my the first one was Lady Cupcake. And I was <laughs> like, mm, I kind of like that, but maybe not. So um, whenever I first started doing drag and things of that sort, I was nameless. And mm-hmm. normally like and you understand the whole idea of drag. Normally your drag mom is the one that kind of helps name and things of that sort. I didn't really have one. Yeah. Um, so I called one of my best friends and she was like, well, what about Lady Nana? And I was like, ooh, I like that. It's great. You I don't question the drag name when it finds you. You just like, yep, that's it. And you go, you lean in. Girl, it hit me real hard. Slap me real yeah. good in the face. So talk to me more about massage. So do when, okay, because uh, it's such a treat. We were just talking about self-care, but it's such a treat when you get to go get a massage and take care of your body. People come to you in great pain. It must be very rewarding when you someone leaves and they feel better than when they walked in. That's got to feel good. I love the fact that you say this. And like the name of my business is called Six Sense Massage and Body Work. Okay. And we're located in Forsyth County in Georgia. But we are more than just your um, one and done kind of massage practice, right? We are not a spa. We are medical massage therapy. Okay. So kind of where we designate what it is that we do is that we have individuals coming in with specific types of pain, right? Whether that be shoulder pain, like what you're dealing with Ross or individuals with lower back pain. Um, we've had people that have had fused, um, fused spines, things of that sort. And they're uh-huh. just experiencing massive amounts of pain. Now, massage is more than just a treat yourself kind of thing. And that's a big part of our branding is that we say that massage is more than just once in a lifetime, right? You, but and, is it covered by insurance? Because it should be for everybody, don't you oh, think? I 100% agree. And unfortunately, it is not yet. Mm. Um, it, it's We have a ton of people that are lobbying for it. Um, you know why it's not? I'll tell you right now why it's not, Bradley. Because everybody who makes the decisions can afford to get a massage, right? Just, yeah, which is unfortunate. And it is unfortunate. Whether you can afford it or not, we all believe that like pain management should not should be more than just pills and a take this and call me in three days. Yes. Uh-huh. Why is like, why can I get every pill in the world covered by insurance, but actual massage and muscle stretch and, uh, you know, working out uh, tension that that isn't covered? It doesn't make any sense. That's why I'm running for president and why I'm announcing it right now. Thank you so much. <laughs> I would absolutely vote for you. Thank you. My platform is about three inch heels. All right. So here's my question for you. 
Um, you know, I, I always ask this when I meet like a flight attendant or a dentist or something, but what is the biggest pet peeve you have for somebody coming in? Is it like someone that comes in without showering or too much perfume or somebody who comes in right after lunch and the tummy's growling all the time? What What is the biggest no-no for somebody who's going to go get a massage? Don't do this. Massage therapists hate it. So... My biggest pet peeve personally is whenever people try to tell me how to do what it is that I do for a living. Oh. So it's more of a, um, they come in and they say, oh, I need the deepest pressure that you could ever give me. I, I, I want to leave here hurting. That's my biggest pet peeve. Massage mm-hmm. shouldn't hurt. Like if you're already coming in in pain, why do you want to leave in more? So I have this, I, I tell everybody, like, my job is not to assault you on the, on my table. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm not here yeah, to yeah. I guess that makes sense. Like, I'm good at what I do. I'll do it. Let me do my thing. And you'll do, you'll, you'll just trust me. That's why you're paying. All right. Got you. Because I am that guy who's sometimes like, oh, you can do it a little harder. Because I'm like, I want to get it. Get in oh, there. There's definitely a therapeutic level of pressure, Ross, a hundred percent. But whenever it gets to a point that there's, I, I explained that there is a difference between discomfort and pain, right? Mm-hmm. And once it hits that pain threshold where your leg is kicking or you're wincing and I'm like, how is that pressure? And you're speaking through gritted teeth where you're like, it's fine. That tells me there that that pressure is too deep. And at this point, yeah. we're just causing more problems. Like, I don't want you to leave here feeling worse than if you got in. Yeah. Do you get to pick the music? <laughs> I do actually. And right now I'm kind of like um, having a hard time going back and forth between kind of like more of like a new age kind of spa thing. And then the whole like pan flute garbage. And yeah, I, I, I would love, I would love like a new age cover channel. You know what I mean? Oh, like give me yes. Katy Perry fireworks, but with a flute and you know, that. Right. They kind of have it. I think it's called lo-fi. Uh, well, I'd like to give lo-fi a high five if that exists, because if I was getting a massage and it was all sort of like mellow music, but I knew the words a little bit, I would totally disappear into that. Anyway, that's just my two cents. Not to tell you how to do your job, because I know you hate that, Bradley, but I want to thank you for coming in here to say hello, Ross, and pick my, let me pick your brain a little bit. Oh my gosh. I literally did not expect to get to talk to you today. And then you pop up and I was like, wow, like it's happening. (laughs) It's happening. And you did great, Bradley. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Ross. Can keep up. I love what you do. I've been following you since the original days whenever I was moving my house and you gave me all the laughs and joy in the world. You made moving a lot. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Congrats on your business. I'm very happy for you. Everyone in Georgia, go see Bradley. Thank you, you so soon. much, Ross. Bye. Oh, how fun. Oh, God. It's, you see, you never know what you're going to get when, when you pick up on people. Who does what? What I mean, right? That's sort of exciting. Hello, Cynthia. Are you there? Yes. Hello, Ross. Well, hello to you. I'm so excited to talk to you because you talked to my daughter, Brianna, the rocket scientist. Oh, I talked to Brianna. What was it? Two or three weeks ago. And she called in. She was an actual rocket scientist. Oh, yeah. 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 You don't mean you don't mean a rocket scientist every day. No. Well, I have three of them. You, You have three kids? I have four kids. Three of them are rocket scientists. What are you doing? How did you make three rocket scientists? The other one's a biomedical senior scientist doing research in mRNA and stuff like that. Whoa, Cynthia, were you a hardcore parent? Like, were you on top of them to study and do the homework and all that? Why, yes, I was. Yeah, I can imagine. At a minimum, they could have no less than a 94 in any class. Wait, they could have no less than a 94% in any class. That was your rule. Yeah. Did they all follow that? Yeah. Did you hold yourself to that same standard, Cynthia? I, back when I was that age, yeah. 
you did. And so where does this come from? This succeed at succeed or else? I don't know. I just wanted them to, you know, be able to be something and have fun and do what they wanted and succeed. And I mean, like my oldest one was 15th in his class. My second one was valedictorian. My third was 11th and Brianna was fifth in her class. And they were classes, five, six hundred people. So they were they all went to she forgot to tell you they all went to UT in Austin, all four of them. Wow. Okay. so what advice would you give to parents listening out there now who have like, you know, toddlers maybe and they're like, oh, God, how do I get this toddler to become a rocket scientist? It's a lot of work. I started telling them when they were old enough to understand that you're going to go to college. You need to understand right now you're going to go to college. And both my husband and I are accountants. And I said, nobody's going to be an accountant. I did. <laughs> but account. Um, Why do you want them not to be an accountant? You know, because that's a, that's a, you know, that's a gig. You always got work. You always, you know, you understand money, you know how to invest yourself. But I think it's in the, in the end, I think in many ways it's boring. You do the same, <laughs> you do the same thing every month. You know, you have month end yeah. clothes, you have everything that has to be done certain days, certain months. And I just, I don't think it's that much fun. And what so they're doing, what would you what would you rather be doing if you could just sort of blink and wave a magic wand? What would be your dream career? Oh, I my dream career really was to have children. Mm. Really did. I wanted I my husband was really upset one time when I told him I really wanted 12 and I was going to settle for six. But then I got too old. So we had four. So, <laughs> you know what? I love that answer because um, because you, you your dream came true. It did. I, I mean, I don't know what I'd do without them. They're, and they're all the, just, they're just all the best. They really are. And they all get along. They, they take vacations together. My one son lives in Colorado now and the three of them are going in March to go see him, spend time with him in Colorado. And they go to Airbnbs, different places in the country to spend the weekend playing. They're real. They're all real into board games. So they play lots of board games. Well, you did something right. I have to tell you, you know, and I think it's because you maybe you always wanted to be a parent that that was like your your um, c- contribution to the world. You know, when we talked about that a little bit this week already, is that the, I think the whole and I'm still learning, but the re- the point of life is to connect and to leave something better than you found it. And I yeah. I think that you uh, you've already achieved that. You know, that's incredible. Well, I have three sisters and a brother and none of us really liked the way we were raised and I decided I was going to be different. So, mm. wow. you know, and I just, I, I spent, it's a lot of work. I mean, parents that think it's not, it's, it's a lot of work. I spent a lot of nights up till two in the morning, helping them finish a project, go to Walmart at 10 o'clock at night. And people would say something about, Oh, you know, you shouldn't, you know, just do everything for them. I'm like, cause like if they forgot their, you know, backpack or something, I'd take it to them at school. And they're like, you shouldn't do that. I said, if you forget something, you go home and get it. So if they forget something, I take it to them. I mean, it wasn't like it was daily or anything. Totally. No, I, I think, I mean, I think you're right. I think, but I I do have to say as a parent, I would be way more selfish. I think, I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I'm a lot of there, work, just me. There's no selfishness involved in it. Cause like I was always the last one to eat and usually my oh, food is cold. That's I mean, not for me. I'm not doing that. Uh, it's just, yeah. It's just, I'm, I'm that way with my, I have three miniature dachshunds and they eat, I feed them and then I get my food. So yeah, it's, 
It's just the way I am, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know what? You found your, you know, your calling, your purpose. And I love that that it brings you such joy to do that. You know, we should all be so lucky to find our joy. And you're doing something right. You know, three, four scientists, kids, three of them rocket scientists. It's extraordinary. Thank you so much for, for calling in, Cynthia. And, you know, I hope my chihuahuas turn out half as good as your kids. Okay. Brianna wanted me to tell you, she forgot to tell you that we started watching you when you were Ross, the intern. Oh my God. Can you believe we've been at this together for like over 20 years now? I've been watching you forever. I used to record it. She, we'd watch it the next day. She couldn't stay up that late, but we've watched you forever. And we watched all the, the Oscars. And I wanted to say, I was so sad when the people that you talked to for the Oscars didn't watch any of those movies. I was like, oh my God. I know, you know, I mean, listen, we, we are super fans, but they're in the eye of the storm sometime and they're like, yeah. they don't get it, but we can yeah. still dork out and love it. And I still love it more than ever. I still do. I have yeah. to tell you, I, you can tell you look like you're just enjoying it. I watched Drew Barrymore with you on there. I oh. lots of times only watch the Drew's news. Cause I like watching you, but it was, yeah. I won't tell, I won't tell anybody, but thank you. She's the best. And, uh, she's, we're, we're oh, just doing great. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. best time. Thank you, my love. Thank you so much, Cynthia. And congrats to you. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Say hi to your daughters for me. I will. Bye. Okay, bye. I still have my lunch here in front of me. I got salmon and green beans and I have berries left over. So I'm trying to like sneak a berry before talking to uh, who is, is this Kevin? Hello. Hi, Ross. Kevin, where are you? Palm Springs. You're in my beloved Palm Springs. Yes, yes, Palm Springs. Oh, okay. What What's it like there? I hear it's raining. It is pouring. You can't see out the window. Yeah, no, I can't, I can't believe yeah. it. You know what? But there's something beautiful about Palm Springs when it rains. Um, you know, everybody knows. If they know me, they follow me at all. They know that I, I when I'm not in New York, I live in my my beloved Palm Springs. Uh, I'm wondering what, what brought you there and when did you go live there? And what makes it so special? Oh, I retired here six years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how's retirement? Oh, I love it. Oh, my gosh. Days you didn't go have that, that weird adjustment period where you were like, oh, oh what yeah. do I do? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like six months in, you look at your watch and it's four o'clock and you wonder where the day went. Ah, that's good. And what drew you to Palm Springs? Why? Oh, uh, divorced gay man over 50. Where does one live? Yeah, Palm Springs is a good place for that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so you were divorced. How long were you married? 22 years. 22 years and then divorced. You retire and move to Palm Springs. So what do you do? Are you mingling? Are you out? Are you doing the thing? Are you dating? And what's that like? Oh, you know, it's this is such a small town. People talk, you know it. Well, yeah, but fuck them, right? Who cares? Yeah. Go, go out and have fun. So are you dating? Are you meeting? So, so listen, what are they going to talk about? That you did, went on a date with somebody? They hooked up with someone? Who cares? You know what I mean? You got to oh, go no, live just life. Dating, just dating, looking around, you know. That's what yeah. it is. Is it hard? Is it hard? No, no, not at all. It's a nice town, but it's a small town. Yes. Are you good at dating? No. Mm. I'm really shy. You're shy? Yeah. Well, I think the trick for dating is this. Anybody that listening, I understand, but you have to go out there. A couple things. One, you got to sell yourself, right? You know what I mean? You are a car in a showroom. You don't just say kick the tires. Let me know. I'll be in the back. Let me know if you want it. No, tell me about the features. What is this car? What, what is special about this car? And the easiest way to do that, two things I'm going to tell you. Okay. Be interesting and be interested. 
And what that accomplishes is a couple things. One, you have something to say, something to share. You read something, you saw something, you have insight on something, right? Something to share. Yeah. And number two, that's being interesting. Being interested is listening and asking questions. That's the dating, right? And then also know that, you know, you're going to throw the dart at the that the dartboard a bunch of times so you hit a bullseye. Oh yes, yes. And, but you know, I also have really the best wingman. Who's your wingman? Oh, it's Thank a dog. You. Oh, what's your doggy's name? It's Greta. Greta is so cute, a little black poodle who you can see if you go to the, our no, YouTube. No, no, no. She mm. is a Portuguese water dog. So oh, okay. Like the Obamas, Pat. I, I mean, basically, I see a poodle, right? Yeah, I see Curly. She's, she's is, perfection, but... whatever she is. Yes. Oh, my God. How old is Greta? 11. Oh, well, Greta, she's so sweet. And I'm so happy yeah. you, you have her. It isn't life better when you have a little baby near you. Oh, my gosh. She runs my life. Yeah. You know, that's what happens. I get it. I get it. Well, listen, I'm so happy to talk to you. I'm, I know Greta's probably hating that it's raining in Palm Springs, but, you know, wait 30 seconds. It'll probably be 75 and beautiful again. That's what it's like where we live. We, we hope. We hope. But by, probably by one o'clock this afternoon. Now I she wants so. to. Oh, her she's she, cuddling you. But you're such an icon and, and it's so wonderful to talk to you. And every once in a while, I see you in Palm Springs, but there's always a bevy of people around you. So I don't come say hi. Uh, well, everyone always says hi. Come say hi to me. I'm nice. I'll be, I promise oh, I I'll be nice. And, I, know, and I, I, know. I look forward to meeting you and Greta in person. Okay. Absolutely, Ross. All right. Have a Thank you. And go have fun. And I'm, I'm not worried about you. You're, you're going to be great, Kevin. All right. Enjoy. Bye. Bye. Oh, people show their doggies. So cute. Okay. We'll do one last person here as we have people in the waiting room. I can't shut up. So we'll just see if there's one more person who wants to say, hello, Ross. Hello. Are you there? Oh, well, hi, what's your name? Lucas. Well, hi, Lucas. And where are you? I am in Springfield, Illinois. Springfield, Illinois, and a little pink little shirt, little pop of sunshine. What's going on with you today? Yeah, no, I've just been doing a little training at home. Training? Like what? Like, are you an athlete? I, I wish. No, um, I have been doing some training for uh, travel agent stuff. Wait, are you a travel agent? I am. Yeah. I always thought I would be a good travel agent, but then I realized that I would be a terrible travel agent because I would just make everyone do what I want. I'd be like, oh, I booked you a great trip where you will day drink and go to the casino and then go to happy hour and then watch TV until you fall asleep. I mean, that sounds like fun. That's really what I love to do. Okay. Yeah. And but, oh, meanwhile, you'll be doing it in a caftan and a slip-on shoe. Cool. We're good. We're good. We're good with that. But that would be the only vacation I could plan. Uh, okay. Why Why are you good at planning vacations? I like to, well, <clears throat> I like to pay attention to detail, um, which, you know, it helps me. Um, well, that's a really good question, actually. Do you uh, listen it, to people yeah. and like, do you tailor it to them? Do I do. Yeah. Yeah. So I. I try to get as much information about the individual or the group that is 
you know, wanting to have an adventure and try to make all of those dreams a reality for them. So, okay. Well, my husband just took me to the DR and he planned out every minute and it went, and this is no shade. It was like, I never would have done it. I would have been like, okay, we're here. Now we sit. Right. And he was like, no, we catch the boat at nine to here to take you to here to this and that and this and dinners were this. And I was like, oh, what? But it was the best because I I didn't have time to be bored, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's great. It's very, it's, it's use, it's beneficial for Yeah, everyone. I think so. If you can do it, but I've never used a travel agent ever. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I actually, I have never used one myself. Okay. Um, so there's a school, you're going to like school for it? It's all, everything that I've done is through online. So I work through a, there's a host agency. This is fascinating to me that you can get a whole career that you can, you can create it. So you can, are you, will you be able to work from home then when you get this career yeah, up and running? Even, it, even when I travel, you know, this is phenomenal. We just had somebody who's unemployed right now and sort of managing to find her joy in, in the in-between jobs of it all. But how interesting that yeah. you have created this whole new career for you that you can take wherever that's thrilling. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy it. That, that freedom is nice. Well, I, uh, that'll never happen for me. You know, I'm a one man band. So I, the show doesn't go on unless I show up, you know? Right, right. Yeah. So, but I also, I get bored at home. I mean, that's what I've learned in this whole, I guess there is a theme to this week's episode is that I probably have ADD and I can't sure. do nothing, you know? Sure. And I think I want to do nothing until I do nothing. And then I'm like, what are we doing? Let's go do yeah. something. Sure. I understand that. You know, it just occurs to me right now, Lucas, that I think this podcast really is almost a therapy session for me. <laughs> as, I, as I talk to you guys and you're a mirror for me, I've learned I've learned so much about myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, I, and I think that is, uh, it's uh, reciprocated, I think. Because oh, reciprocated, a little we get, reciprocity. We get a, lot, we get a lot of that from you too. Well, so, thanks. Yeah. I hope people get something out of listening to the show. I know that I certainly get something from talking to all of you. Thank you so much, Lucas, for calling in and congrats on the new gig. Thank you very much. The new career. Proud of you. Thank you. All right. Talk soon. Bye-bye. All right. When we, uh, thanks to everybody who called in and to those of you who I didn't get to, thank you so much. And uh, do try to um, call next time. We'll be doing this uh, Fridays. Unless I get whisked away somewhere, we'll be doing it Fridays. Every Friday, 1.30 uh, Eastern, uh, 10.30 a.m. Pacific, Friday, Friday, Friday. Okay, when we come back, it's uh, my happy ending. It's the best thing I've seen all week. Welcome back to the program. Again, a big thanks to everybody who called in. Um, So here's the deal. My happy ending is the best thing I've seen all week. It's a story I saw about, and it went viral. Uh, It's about a man who was snapped eating something specific on a plane. And I'm going to tell you the truth about this. I read this story after I saw someone do this exact thing on a plane. Okay. On Friday, I was flying to the Dominican Republic, DR, right? And this guy in front of me uh, took something out of Tupperware and started eating it. And I, I had a feeling about it. I was like, I had thoughts. I'll, I'll tell you what they were after I tell you what it was. Okay. But I just noted it. Then I get there, sat at about, then Sunday I wake up early and I'm scrolling my phone and I see a story about somebody who did the exact same thing. There was a story about a man who, and it wasn't the guy on my plane. Okay. These are two separate things. But one of them went viral and I had seen it too from somebody else. So this is a thing happening. The guy in the story and on my plane took out 
a food item on the plane and began to eat it with wild abandon. And the item was ribs. What? Ribs. Barbecue ribs. The guy on my plane took it out. Whatever the story is, someone snapped a picture of, of, of him. Of uh, Not my guy, but the, the story was someone snapped a picture. and was like, oh, my God, should you be ribs on a plane? Well, I was going through that whole that whole dialogue in my head before that story ever broke. I was watching this guy on my plane eat ribs. And I thought, wow, he brought ribs on a plane. That's a bold move. And then he ate him and licked his fingers, which I do not recommend doing on a plane, dear God. But I, I actually, you know, I had to sit when I saw him take the ribs out. I had to think to myself, how do I feel about this? You know, it is a bold move. Ribs on a plane. What do I think? What do I think? And I finally decided, and I gave it too much thought. What else am I doing? I was playing uh, scribbage. Cribbage, cribbage, cribbage on my phone. My grandma taught me how to play cribbage. It's a card game for senior citizens. I played on my phone. Anyway, I was playing cribbage. Uh, and I, but I was thinking about the guy with the ribs and I finally settled on where I stand on it. I'm fine with it. I am. And I say this as someone who proudly brings, uh, I would say sneaks, snacks into the movies. I'll even uh, microwave popcorn, bag of popcorn, put it in my man purse, bring it in with me. I'm not paying $15 to popcorn. Sorry, not going to do it. And to this guy who brought ribs, uh, I just have to say, bold move, but I've got your back and your ribs. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. I wonder what the craziest thing you've ever seen somebody open up and eat on a plane. I'm going to start bringing my own food. I always do a Tupperware of berries or carrot sticks or something like that, but ribs I'd never seen before. So let me know what's the craziest thing you've seen somebody eat on a plane. Maybe I'll read some of your answers next week. You hit me up on social media. I'm hello Ross across the board. And I hope to see you uh, this Friday uh, when we record again, 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 10.30 a.m. Pacific. I'll put the Zoom link in my Instagram bio and probably on Twitter and all of that. And uh, if you can make it, join us. And if not, well, you'll be able to listen to what went down every single week. You never know who's going to pop by to say, hello, Ross. Until next time. Bye-bye. Hey, it's me, Ross Matthews. Thanks so much for listening. It means a ton. Make sure you like us, give us a good review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can find us on video at Cumulus Podcast Network on YouTube. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.